Hi everybody, John here from Vacation Rental and Airbnb Mastery. So excited to talk today about optimizing your Airbnb listing. And today I want to talk about why how you write your description matters. We're heading into a new year and there's so many things you can do to optimize your listing. You definitely want to get more people looking, right? Times are getting a little bit tougher. There's a lot of inventory flooding the market. There's a lot of uh, housing price craziness going on. So the pressure's on and part of doing well as a host is optimizing your listings in a way that will get more people to find you and ultimately get more people to book with you. Highlights before we get into this section, you want to be concise. So whatever you write in your description, try not to repeat yourself, be very concise, be brief and keep your text as easily digestible as possible so the reader gets the main points when they're reading through it. A lot of people are searching online. They don't have tons of time. They're flipping through listings. They might only be spending two minutes looking at each listing or less. So you want your information to be easy to digest in a format that's easy for them to take in whatever key highlights, key features your home has to offer, okay? And only present the information the guests will need prior to making that booking. Only the information that's useful to get them to book. So in the next five to 10 minutes, I'm going to run you through the top things you need to know when writing your Airbnb description to optimize it to get those lookers to turn into bookers, okay? So let's get into it. The first thing that I want to talk about is writing fluff. There's nothing worse than reading through needless, unnecessary information, whether that's a newspaper or you're looking at a real estate ad or you're looking at an Airbnb listing. If content is not relevant to you, you don't want to read about it. So the truth and that truth applies here to your Airbnb listing. If you're just writing for the sake of writing, like you have a character limit and you're trying to use up all of the space to make it a better listing, that's not what you should do. Actually, about 20 to 30% of hosts, they don't use up all the space. So you don't have to actually try to use up all the space in your description. Only use words that matter, words that drive emotions, words that add value. Don't just write for the sake of writing. The best Airbnb listings are really thorough. They drive emotional responses from the people looking at them. And they're catchy. So we want to be catchy. We want to be thorough. And we want to drive emotional responses from the people looking at our listing. The first part of the Airbnb listing that we want to optimize for is the summary. This is the very beginning. This is a part that goes right below where your title is. And it's the part that contains the most important facts, the most important things that the guest needs to know to get them excited and to get them to book. And this should include the following types of details. If your neighborhood's safe, it should explain that it's safe. Walkability scores, how far of a drive it is to get to the downtown area, the size of the home and square feet, the number of bedrooms, the number of bathrooms that would go here. I love to use bullet points like a bullet of this format does really well here. And if you have any sort of hugely positive reviews, you can include a really short piece of those reviews that really highlights your key, um, key value drivers. Put it here. Like if they said you have an amazing pool or the view is to die for, you can put those in quotations and include those right there in the summary because people love social proof. Think of the summary as a snapshot of your listing. Don't go too into detail here. This is for the main points to get people really excited about staying with you. The next section, the space, that's where all the extra information goes. That's where you get into the meat of your listing, of the meat of your value. We'll go in the space, which is the next section. But like a fisherman, you want to hook the guest, right? This is your bait. The summary is your bait, and you want to hook them 
get them excited about staying with you. And the next section, we'll go into the details that they need to know to make their decision. So one of the most liked Airbnb listings, shout out to Zion Eco Cabin out in Utah. They did a really good example about how this space should be written. So I'm going to share some excerpts from there. So you as a host know what makes good the space section, right? So the space section, that's where you put all the stuff that didn't fit in the summary section that's important. You hook them in the summary section. And now that you're in the space section, you want to put some really important value add text. Okay. So their space section says reconnect with nature in this unforgettable escape. This magnificent A-frame cabin with breathtaking uninterrupted views of the southern side of the Zion Mountains is 45 minutes to Zion National Park. This is an unforgettable accommodation for a couple or two guests looking for a unique glamping experience with stunning sceneries set on the outside of a small Utah town. Close enough to town to give you access to grocery stores and restaurants, yet far enough away to let you unwind in nature. That's a lot of really awesome information. One, we know we're going to escape in nature. We know it's an A-frame cabin. It's super close to Zion National Park. It's good for a couple or a couple or two guests looking for a glamping experience. If you like glamping, tons of stunning scenery around a small Utah town and really close to get around to grocery stores and restaurants, but still far enough to have a retreat. All of that was done in two paragraphs, right? So that's a good example of how you can use concise writing to drive value, to paint the picture without using too many unnecessary words, right? So Here's some examples of what you can also use from this space. You could say that you use organic cleaning materials, everything safe for uh, people and pets if it's pet friendly, um, that you have a dryer and a washing machine on site if they want to do laundry. If your check-in and check-out has flexibility, that's stuff that you can add in this space section. But make sure that whatever you're adding here is super value add for the type of guests you're trying to attract to your rental. If you're using the guest interaction section, you definitely want to highlight how much interaction you plan to have with the guests when they're there. If you're not around at all and you're around only to help with emergency situations, you definitely want to write that in the guest interaction section. Or if you're right next door and you're there to help them with any of their needs, definitely want to explain that up front. So whatever level of guest interaction you're going to have with them, let them know. So here's an example. You could say, I'm going to be here for you during your stay, but I'll interact with you uh, as you want me to. Like, if you don't want me to interact very much, we don't have to, but I'm here for you if you want more interaction. Just put it in your words, be personable, and let the guests know what level of interaction they can expect to have with you, the host. The other things to note section, you could use it for tons of things, but you should not add fluff. Fluff, 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 you don't want it there. But there's other details that you may want to add to drive the point home and to get people to book with you. And certain people may use that to say that the home is um, self-catering. Like it's not a hotel, it's, a, it's somebody's home. You're renting out your home. So if they're expecting a hotel experience, that's not what this is. This is uh, you renting out your own home, which is extremely accommodating. It's extremely comfortable. But if they need like things like toothpaste or if they need things like you know hotel accommodation, this is not it. This is a good section to explain that, but you definitely want to use verbiage and wording that doesn't scare the guest away. But you also want to be transparent and truthful. In the other things to note section um, that they're using in the Zion A-frame, they're basically explaining what you can expect when you get there to do glamping. So they're saying how many towels they include, 
shampoo, conditioner, body wash, hand soap, what's included in the outdoor kitchen. Um, they're including salt, pepper, olive oil, aluminum foil, tongs, eating utensils. They have a French press for coffee, a propane grill. They're letting the guests know what to expect, what they can use when they arrive. So that's another example of how you can use the other things to note section to your advantage to get more people to book with you. There used to be a section called the neighborhood. Now the area is more commonly known as where you'll be, and that's where you're going to include location-based information. So this is where the guest is going to see like the pinpoint of where your rental is, um, the town or the city you're located in. And you can even put like a major landmark. So try to like include the, the thing to do in that area. You don't need to be the itinerary for your guest. You could definitely have that in your house manual that you can deliver to them electronically four or five days before they check in. But you should definitely only include the thing or the two or three things to do in the area in the where you'll be section. So if there's a good coffee shop, a good brewery, a state park, you can include those things in this section. Next, the house rules. House rules are near and dear to my heart. I've done quite a couple of episodes on house rules and a couple of blog posts. And house rules, it's really easy to just scare people away by being really like the hall monitor, right? Like the language you use in house rules matters. You want to be very like straightforward and transparent about what your rules are, but you don't want to seem like you're not a fun person because you can like someone's coming to your home and they want to be comfortable and hosted. And if you just have this huge rules list and it comes across as aggressive, you're not that fun to book with and people just won't book with you. So if you're not pet friendly, it's completely okay to say, I'm not pet friendly or I'm, not, I'm a non-smoking rental. That's okay. But keep your house rules section really brief. Only the things that are deal breakers to you that are super important to you should be in that house rules section, like age of renters within reason, um, the pet rule, the smoking rule, those types of things, no parties. That can be in the house rule section and like when check-in is, how they're going to check in, that's in the house rule section. But only add rules that the guest really needs to know prior to booking with you. Don't scare them away with a laundry list of things. And then after they book, you can get more nuance there, but don't like surprise them because that was bait and switch. Just you could elaborate on the house rules you put that they agreed to. You could elaborate on those rules, but you can't just add in a whole another laundry list of rules after they book with you. Um, a cool pro tip that I have for you, try to add a call to action in the other things to note section in the um, guest access section, right? You could add um, a sentence saying, if there's anything I could do to host you better, or if there's something that you would like to know, I'm here to answer your questions. Please reach out to me. Um, a call to action to communicate with you. It's huge because it shows that you're super friendly and you're super willing to go the extra mile and guests and potential guests really appreciate it. So wherever you could put a call to action in there like that, it really, really drives people to take action and reach out to you to know more about your rental. The guest access section is where you can put what part of your rental they can actually access. So if it's like a cabin on the side of a larger house and they're only getting access to the little cabin, you want to let the guests know what areas they're going to be able to access. It's really important that they don't they're not under the impression they're getting the whole space when they're only getting a section of it. So the guest access is where you'll basically lay out what part of the space they will have access to and what part they will not. You could be super straightforward here, but you definitely want to let them know where they can access and where they cannot. So you don't confuse them. They book under impressions that it was something else and then they're confused when they get there. You don't want that. You want to be really straightforward in the guest access section. In the next episode, I'm going to go over a ton of cool ways you can increase your search rank. 
Most of it is about actually completing the listing in its entirety, but there's a lot of really cool tricks that you can use to actually move up in search ranking. Just like Google search engine optimization, how every business wants to be on the first page of Google because it drives more sales and more traffic. Airbnb is very similar, but Airbnb works off of momentum. So you're actually as a host rewarded for each positive guest experience. And that means Airbnb's algorithm is looking for how long people are actually looking at your listing, how many of those lookers are actually taking action on the page, how many of them are booking, and how many of them are having a great stay. The algorithm is doing tons of math behind the scenes to find out which listings they should propel to the top. Part of that has to do with cost as more attractively priced listings are going to do better in the long run, but there's tons of factors that come into play. And the next episode is going to go deep dive into those factors so that you can be mindful of them as you're doing your listing. So you can increase your chances and your search position on the Airbnb platform. And a lot of these tools work on VRBO Verbo as well. So to close off, I just want to go into the format of this podcast. This was originally a daily podcast, but I find that it's going to be better to dive deeper into these optimization topics and over the course of every couple of days versus in a daily format. So you can expect the podcast episode from me every couple of days, updating you on the latest optimization tactics to grow your Airbnb or vacation rental business as effectively and as efficiently as possible. And if you're a host that wants to actually share your tips, your story, and how you grew your Airbnb business so you can help others out, please reach out to me by email. I would love to have you on the podcast. My email is j-o-h-n-john at vacationhomehelp.com. And that's going to be in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. The format of the newsletter is going to change as well. So every month I'm going to share with you, if you subscribe and give me permission, of course, um, a newsletter that's going to go over my top strategies and insights that I learned from the previous 30 days, all for free. It's just my way of giving back to share what works well for me, what doesn't work well, and some of the newest tools that I'm using to grow my business with you. So if you want to subscribe to that newsletter, you can go to www.vacationhomehelp.com slash podcast. That link will also be in the show notes and you'll get that once a month newsletter that goes over all the latest strategies and tools you can use to grow your Airbnb business. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of Vacation Rental and Airbnb Mastery. Until next time, friends, y'all take care.